Have you tried microdosing yet? I have, and I'm a huge fan. To learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com. Use the promo code OPIE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Uh, we got to interrupt this uh, news story. We got a, a big star on the, on, the, on the phone, Kristen Bell, the, uh, the star of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Kristen. Yes. Congratulations on the new movie. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Awesome. everyone's doing all right hope everyone had a good weekend what's up vincent scaramuzzo how are you what's up rachel leslie larson of course you got david getz and darren albertson and hey jamie marie day saying hey guys yeah it's not just it's not about me it's about all of us uh i'm on uh, i'm on vacation guys but I, I figured i would turn it on for you know i could turn it on for a for a beer cheers we love you, Opster. Well, I love you right back. By the way, um, I'm drinking this. I went into some kind of uh, German beer distributor, I guess. Or they... I don't know. It's all right. It's a—it's uh, a Blue Key Peach Wheat Ale. It's not the best. It was suggested, of course. Yes, the guy behind the counter. He goes... Uh, well, I don't drink beer, but I suggest, and I'm like, well, those two things should never go together. He goes, I suggest, I don't know, as people seem, I love this one, people seem to like, what, what do people seem to like? Oh, they kind of like the blue key peach thing. I don't know. Well, have you tried it? No. So why are you suggesting it to me, man? But I guess, uh, I guess peach beers are taking over a little bit, a little bit. What's up, Ken R? How are you? Brian, Andy, Fallen. Hi, Andy. How are you? 73 in Hartford, about 58 Beach. Uh, man, I wish I was there today. Well, the only reason we're at the ocean is because, you know, the kid uh, failed on a spring break trip for the kids. You know, you're looking at someone that was a little nervous with the Omicron. And then when things seemed to be a little better in our world, I could, I could just speak for my world. It was too late. It was too late to book a vacation. And then we're going to go up to Lake Placid. And then all of a sudden, it's like 80 degrees in mid-March. I'm like, oh, my God. We're going to go up there. There's going to be no snow. And then uh, I'll be honest with you. We couldn't find anyone to watch our dog. And more importantly, my daughter wanted us to take the guinea pig uh, to Lake Placid. She basically said, I ain't leaving him behind. I'm like, so we kind of can't find, uh, we can't find anyone to watch the dog and we got to take a guinea pig to uh, Lake Placid. I'm like, man, we got, we got some things to figure out. That's the problem with living in New York city. Um, you know, my family's, uh, from Long Island. I mean, I'm way out East on Long Island, but they're, you know, they're here and there on Long Island. Uh, so they're nowhere near New York city. Then my wife's family is in Philly. Her brothers live pretty close to her parents, so 
when they need someone to watch a dog or or watch the kids so they could go out on a date night or something. You know, the, 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 the grandparents are right there. For us, it's a major hassle. You know, they got to come all the way up to New York just for a, a basic thing. So in that regard, we're kind of isolated being in New York as far as uh, not being close enough to family. And it, it becomes problematic at times. And then with my daughter, who just doesn't understand everything yet, she's pretty smart for her age, but she's like, I ain't leaving the guinea pig behind. I'm like, we can't. And then I was, then I was going to bring the dog and the hotel in Lake Placid. They're like, it, was, it just became so problematic. So we're going we're gonna to do a redo, I think. I think, uh, yeah, my son can't hear this. I think we're going to surprise him for his birthday. Maybe uh, go away on a nice make good trip to, you know, Maybe Turks and Caicos or something. But the hotel's like, yeah, we're dog friendly, but uh, you got to leave them in a crate in your room. My dog, Doggy, is not staying in a crate in a room while we're enjoying some tobogganing in Lake Placid. That's for sure. So then um, then they're like, well, there's this service. I forgot what it was called. You dog owners might know. I think the service was uh, Rover, maybe. And they, uh, you know, you could, uh, you could hand over your dog to a complete stranger. And then I was debating it, and I was telling my wife, but this guy, he is, he's got a five-star review online. Our dog, Doggy, has become literally the, uh, the third child in my, uh, in my family. Uh, when I was growing up, a dog was just a dog. Here's a stupid tennis ball. Here's your dry food. And if you don't like it, tough shit. You'll eat it eventually. And now, you know, now that we have a doggy, it's, uh, it's everything is a specialty. I got rib bones. I got ball tossers. I got squeaky things where you hand it to him and he's got to uh, try to kill it. He's got to try to kill it and get the squeaky thing out of the middle of it. Canned food, beef stew, chicken broth, all this stuff that I swear I think I would eat. All for the dog. Like, it's just different, man, than when I was growing up and our family had a dog, that's for sure. Hey, Galen, how are you? Or Galen or Aylin or... Do you pronounce the G? I don't know. Sorry. Beautiful beach day. Yeah, um, it's a little frustrating because it is a beautiful beach day, but you can't do much out here. You can't swim yet. You can't fish yet. So the best you can do is take long walks and listen to Super Soul Sunday with Oprah Winfrey with the dog. <laughs> I promised myself I wouldn't admit everything anymore in these things, but I was learning about intention today if you need to know the truth. And negative Nellies out there that, that take their darkness and they want to, you know, put out your light. <laughs> That's what I did today if you need to know. Oh, watching Bad Vegan on uh, Netflix, Rachel. Man, I thought, I thought the trailer for that looked uh, really, really good. I gotta, I gotta check it out. Do you like it? Let me know. I'm a, way behind in the comments, so you might have to post it a couple times. We watched on Showtime the Bill Cosby documentary. Holy crap! What a predator this guy was. America's dad is one of the biggest creeps, in my opinion, to walk the earth. This guy was raping women left and right, this Cosby, as, as he had a, a, a hit TV show. And uh, they said, what, 60, I want to say 66 women came forward to basically say that, uh, you know, Bill Cosby did something, something to them. All the same story, which is so creepy. The guy, 
had so much power and so much fame, I'm sure if he wanted to, he could get, uh, you know, a lot of women to to be with him, but he needed them passed out, which is so twisted and effed up. If you haven't seen the uh, the Bill Cosby documentary on Showtime, it's it's a must watch. It's uh, it's four parts and it's very honest, very very honest. They talk about how funny he uh, he is or was, and how talented he was, and how influential he was. Um, but then they you know they they also talk about the dark side and. Uh, I think the women out there are finally on a path, finally, where, where they're being believed when, uh, when, when something bad happens to them. But some of the people in the documentary, they didn't, they didn't want to believe the, uh, the Cosby allegations until Beverly Johnson, uh, a lovely uh, black woman, came forward and told her story. And then a lot of black people said, okay, now, now we're, uh, we're on this and now we think he's a creep as well. This is not Lake Placid. No, I explained it. So we're doing that stupid staycation thing, but every day we're trying to do something. And so far, so good, you know? Um, we went and saw Spider-Man. And, uh, God, I, I, liked, I liked the Spider-Man movie. I, it wasn't my favorite Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. But it was good. It's definitely good. And when Tobey Maguire and that, uh, who's the other guy? The uh, uh, Andrew, oh, I just burped and it went right through my nose there. Uh, Andrew Garfield, I think his name is. When they showed up, that was fantastic. You never caught me live, uh, Steam DeVito? Well, you got to put your notifications on because it's all over the place. I like to follow a schedule, but then, uh, I don't know, if it hits me, I just want to turn this damn thing on. So I don't want to tell people, every day at 4 o'clock will be on. But I do try, but that daylight savings time messed me up a little bit. I do try to turn it on right when the uh, the sun is starting to go down. It's one of my favorite uh, favorite times of the day. It's, you know, it's the magic hour. A lot of film companies, they film during the magic hour because the, the sunlight is just right. I got to tell you, a little observation. Went to the movie theater now. We're just starting to open up as a family as far as uh, getting out there again. So we haven't been out and about a lot. I'm not going to lie to you, but here and there. But what I have noticed that uh, is so infuriating (laughs) in New York. I I know there's people watching this from all over the country. Uh, In New York, everything is like this, like this. Boom, 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 boom. If you're online somewhere, if you're not, uh, you know, putting your order in, people are going to stop their feet and they're going to give you uh, the business, which I kind of like. Everything moves really quick. And then, you know, you go on vacation somewhere else and you see how the rest of the country is so much slower. And as a New Yorker, that drives you nuts. Even though on vacation you're supposed to be doing some ohms and chilling the F out and recharging the batteries. You know, some, uh, some me time. But what I have noticed, because uh, the gummy market, let's just say, cheers, the gummy market is so prevalent that people in New York are walking around in half a fucking day's. So we're at the movie theater. There's literally four people in front of us to get their dumb popcorn and slushies. And it was taking forever. And I thought to myself, 
oh my god, half this place is on gummies right now. And that's why it's taking so so long. The lady in front of me, she finally orders. And then she's just staring at the guy. And the guy said, like, whatever it was, $27. And she's just staring at him. And then she finally goes, oh, oh, oh. Like, everything is just, like, just a little slower in New York thanks to the, thanks to the gummies. All right, this guy gave me $5. I'm reading it cold, so... Uh, Bear with me. It's like Russian roulette. When someone gives me money, I just I, I put them on the li- uh, on the big screen and read it cold. Industry Auto. Hey, Ope. I'm a big ONA fan. Don't give a f about haters or controversy. Keep it up, man. Glad you still you're still broadcasting. Well, there. That's that's perfect. Thank you. I love people that are huge ONA fans. I love it. And I honestly wish um, over the last eight plus years, I guess at this point, I lost track that there was way less drama. It's just too bad. There was plenty of room for uh, for me, plenty of room for Anthony, plenty uh, of room for that worm Jim Norton to just continue doing some shit. Uh, but unfortunately, it all just got just ugly. So, yeah, I noticed that when we went to the movie uh, to see Spider-Man. Um, the pace in New York has slowed uh, down dramatically because uh, this... Um, this marijuana thing is now, I mean, in New York, it's everywhere. I don't even know if it's officially legal. I swear to God. I think it sort of is legal. I know my cop friends basically said, look, if we, well, this was a while ago. I, I might have to update my info, but basically said that um, we see someone smoking weed. We're, we're going to just ignore them and keep walking by. <laughs> I don't have thin hair. I want to pull this off to prove it. But the sad part is now I got hat Hat head, hat head, hat hair, hat. Wait, what is it? Yeah, whatever. Oh my god, um, I don't have thin hair. I promise you. Very soon, I'll just do one of these without a stupid hat on. But it, it's kind of chilly out right now as the sun goes down. But with that said, your your name is funny. Hope you should get the blonde curly version of Howard's wig. That would be hilarious. I would like that. Uh, we will hit a point where your car will determine if you are drunk or high and not and not turn on. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think some people would absolutely have a problem with that. By the way, I learned something. I'm embarrassed to say this. I bought a fancy truck, um, you know, about five years ago maybe. I really want to upgrade my truck. I don't think I'm going to be doing that anytime soon because what I actually want is a beach Jeep as one goes by here. Uh, there'll be a, Oh, no, he's turning around. You don't get to see... Fuck that. I'm showing the goddamn Jeep. Fucking guy turning the Jeep around. How dare you, sir? That would have, that would have um, made some nice video for me. I'm talking and babbling, and in the background, a little beach Jeep goes by. That would have been wonderful. But, um... Or we headed out here, ran out of gas, uh, and, you know, thanks to Putin, which is weird, by the way, which is weird, by the way, because we don't get a lot of our gas from Russia. So why the hell are gas prices going up, uh, I don't know, what are we paying, $4.50, $4.60 a, a gallon here in New York? So I'm like, okay, here's a quick $100 in me spending, thanks to, uh, you know, Putin and his stupid ego. And I pull into this gas station. I'm embarrassed to admit this. And all of a sudden, the guy goes, you could get the, I think it's called E85. (laughs) 
I say that because I know people are going to be rolling their eyes right now. He's like, you can get the E85. I'm like, what the hell is the E85? He goes, you know, you got a specialty truck. And uh, you, you could have E85 in your uh, your gas tank. It's cheaper. And your car will, will run better. And I'm like, well, how much is your E85? I think it's ethanol something. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm an idiot. I'm just an idiot from Long Island that... Uh, that made it big for a while. And uh, he goes, it's $2.75 a gallon. I'm like, fill her up. <laughs> fill her the F up. So I got some E85 uh, on my ride out here yesterday. I don't have <laughs> Oh, my God. And I had no idea. I almost said idea, because that's how we say it on Long Island. And I know you sort of heard that, so I had to acknowledge it. On Long Island, sometimes we say idea. But it was the first time I put some E85 in my uh, my truck. And uh, I don't give a crap if it runs better, because I'm like a fill it up unleaded regular. I don't do that premium shit. I don't give a crap. But what I do give a crap about is uh, gas that's almost $2 a gallon cheaper so I'm all about the E85. By the way, I'm microdosing right now. My new and favorite sponsor, Micro Gummies. You don't know what microdosing is? Come on now. You can learn more about microdosing THC. Just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com. Use the code OPI, O-P-I-E, to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on a gummy right now, man. I love microdosing. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. They really do taste and feel amazing. Basically, it's a lot of CBD with just a touch of THC that allows you to enjoy the moment, get a little creative. Oh, it helps with my sleep at night, too. Seriously, to learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com. Use the code OPIE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. I love these guys. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com. Use the code OPI to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Daniel Genrich, Opie, go take a polar plunge in the water. Now, we usually start jumping in this water. Um, I think last year we were in, uh, oh, man, we were almost in late April. But, man, even in early May, it's brutal. And you know what? I do push-ups every day. Um, I don't have man boobs anymore. But uh, there's still a little jelly up there, a little jelly. So uh, if it wasn't for the little jelly... I probably would just fucking uh, take my shit off and jump in there for you. So give me a few more push-ups, and maybe we could do something like that, all right? Oh, the water's 41 degrees? Damn. If Opie was bald, he'd be bald. Yeah, I mean, I'd 100%. I'll tell you the truth. I'm not bald. I have too much hair on the sides. I absolutely have uh, complete coverage up top, but it gets way too thick on the sides still. And I never, in my entire life, I've never really liked my hair. So uh, one of the reasons I wear a lot of hats and shit is because I just cover up my stupid hair. When I was a kid, it was mousy brown. 
And then when I was a caddy, because I was walking around the golf course every day, all the older ladies are like, oh, my God, you know how much money we pay to get hair like yours? Oh, yeah, here's a cold comment. So uh, $5, I read them cold and throw them on the big screen. Do your kids know about the Opie and Anthony show? Man, now, nothing but toys. What a great question. They know in very, very broad strokes. They remember... Um, now, you got to remember, my kids are still very young. My, my son's only, uh, only going to be 12. Wow, crazy to think. 12 in uh, about a month or so. And my daughter is going to be 9. Right? Is that how that works? Or did I lose one? I might have lost a year. Wait, she might be 10. No, no, she's going to be 10. Jesus. I swear to God we were having this uh, discussion in my house. Um, this COVID thing... Everyone, like, literally lost a year. I, um, I'm not ashamed to say it, so I'll just say it. Um, jumped into therapy again. I've been uh, doing therapy off and on for since I met my wife. So, oh, my God, I've, I've been doing therapy. Oh, my God, I've been with my wife 17, 18 years. That's crazy. So, but I took, I took COVID. I took a, a little over a year off because of COVID. And then I, I, I talked to her, uh, I only jumped in very recently, and I was like, you know, thinking that it was only a couple months, three, maybe maybe three months since I last talked to her. She's like, no, man, I haven't seen or talked to you in over a year, like a year and a half. I'm like, that is crazy. What was I saying? Oh, the kid thing, thanks. Um, so they, um, they remember... Um, my wife picking them up from school when they were very, very young, and she would have the show on in the uh, in the car. Um, they know I used to be very famous, um, but what you learn is they don't give two shits that I was very famous, and um, and uh, you know they know they we don't really talk about the radio show a lot in my house, but they yeah they know of it. And they know I'm podcasting and stuff. And every once in a while, I'll show them an old video or something. They're, they're pretty impressed that I used to be friends with Pete Davidson, to be honest with you. That's the latest thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, Pete. Then he blew me off because he started dating Ariana Grande. And then a mutual friend is always telling me that Pete says hi. And I'm like, hey, mutual friend, tell Pete to text me. He has my number. Stuff like that. Oh, geez, Alex. Um... I mean, a million years ago, because I, I came from the generation that it was everywhere, I worked at a bar in um, Geneseo where they famously asked if I wanted to be paid in green or white. And if you wanted to be paid in white, that means you, you waited uh, behind the bar to go upstairs into the attic. I never went, I never went white, but yeah, I, I, had, I had my share, but I haven't done... Anything too crazy in uh, a mil? I mean, a million years at this point. A million. I mean, let me even think. Uh, I, I stopped smoking pot for like twenty years, and you know now I, I have no problem with that here and there, and a, and a edible every once in a while. But the other stuff, I had a night like anyone else. I was listening to Joshua Tree all night long praying that I would see the sun come up and said to myself, this is a story that so many of us can relate to, but it's the truth. If you get me to the morning, I will never do it again. And I am here to tell you that uh, that's exactly what happened.
And that was around the time Joshua Tree came out. So that's it's a million years ago. And I have no desire whatsoever. I mean, literally no desire. Let's see. Jeeps are garbage. <laughs> Why are Jeeps garbage? <laughs> I want a I want a beach Jeep. Um, you know, they shut down the they shut down the um, the beach and then you can't even uh you can't even ride the beach with the Jeep. But man, until somewhere around I guess Memorial Day, I could be riding up and down this beach with a cup of coffee and some tunes. Well, my buddy Mike, if you guys have been following the live streams, he works in my car. I told some great car stories back, uh, I don't know, over the summer. Although Mike was the one that sent me to the other joint where the guy uh, was in a wheelchair. That whole accident thing I I talked about. Oh, my God. But Mike's got to do an inspection on my car so those stupid um, meter maids don't give me a ticket when I'm parked on the streets in New York. And he's got a red Jeep. Uh, It's a shitbox that's waiting for me that he's supposed to... um, refurbish and give to me so i got i gotta check in with mike and say yo mike because I, I gotta get the uh inspection sticker thing done in the next week or two and i'll go yo you got the jeep ready for me or what and then maybe i maybe i'll get a month month and a half out here uh riding up and down all right i'm spinning the uh comments again so if you had oh wait there's uh oh more money came in all right uh industry auto what is your dream project to get you back on radio man i don't know I really don't know. I don't like how I went out. I don't like how I went out at all. Um, me and Anthony had an amazing run, but I wasn't I wasn't happy for most of it. Um, and then I found happiness. I was just telling my wife this today. I, I swear to you, we really don't talk about a, a lot of this stuff. Um, and, and then, like, Anthony gets fired. Jimmy sucked. It was just terrible. He just made my life miserable. He should have left with fucking Anthony. You know, those two obviously got along. That's not taking a shot. That's, like, the truth. And then J- me and Jimmy um, break up. And then I go, holy shit, the next show I want to do is right in front of my face. I want to do it with Carl Ruiz, Vic Henley, some Sherrod, and, and uh, Chris Stefano, and some of those comics that were coming in. And I was like... Holy crap, this is the next show right here. And then I um, I realized why I got into radio. Uh, I was starting to have so much fun again. And we were already friends, but uh, we were inseparable, man. We would do the radio show and then go out to dinner like two or three nights a week. It was just, it was just so cool. And then Stupid Serious XM, they're like, they came to me and they're like, because I wouldn't play ball. I, they're like, we need you with an A-lister uh, if you want to continue here. And I'm like, like who? And they're like, uh, well, my agent was involved with this too. And they're like, well, Billy Eichner, uh, D.L. Hughley was on the list. Um, i trying to remember some of the other names. I'm like, I don't have chemistry with any of these guys. I got chemistry with a guy named Carl Ruiz who's on the Food Network. He's Guy Fieri's uh, friend. Vic Henley's a... Uh, old school comic that's hilarious and knows his way around a radio station I'm and I go to Scott Greenstein at Sirius XM I'm like I got the next show right in front of your eyes just give me a chance with this and he couldn't see it because he's a star effer and he needed like big names all over that platform and he needed me to be with an A-lister and then me and Brewer talked a bunch because that's certainly a guy I would absolutely, especially back then before he went uh, all in with conspiracy. Oh, my God. 
whether you agree or disagree with Jim Brewer. Oh, my God, he's gone all in. Uh, I got to have a talk with that boy. Um, so we had conversations, and I absolutely would have pulled the trigger on that. But in the end, I'm like, no, man, it's I know radio. I've done it my entire life. The show is right in front of your eyes, Scott, and he he didn't see it. So after, where did I last? I lasted about um, seven, eight months with that with that version of the show. And when they let me go, I was out here. And I, I was telling my wife today and somebody on the phone actually came up twice today. All the air in my being just left me. I was like, I'm done. All that air was me just saying, I'm done. Because I was like, I know that show would have worked. It was working. So to answer your question, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's one of the questions in therapy, actually. I'm trying to figure it out. Because I know um, I have something left to offer. And I don't want to go out the way I did. So I feel like I have another run in me. But at what cost? I don't want to spend too much time on it, thinking about it. So I, I wish I had an answer for you. I don't know. Regular, regular radio, excuse me, sucks. Sirius XM, every once in a while, they toy with me about me coming back. But I said every once in a while. It's been, it's been more uh, wild than not. And then uh, I, think, I think in a perfect world, um, I want to grow the podcast and get back to maybe more of a more a version of the podcast that was successful when I first started where I had a lot of people and we were hanging out hanging out at get parts and stuff maybe that cuz uh, you know I, after Vic died which is going to be holy shit it's going to be 2 years like next week or 2 weeks from now wow that's a, that's another thing like I said earlier about the covid thing I swear to you I would have said yeah Vic died 4 months ago it's going to be 2 years right around April on Carl's birthday, by the way, which makes it even creepier and weirder. Um, but before, since Vic died, so it's been almost two years, it's been, it's been me um, doing the podcast pretty much solo. By now, you know I'm a big fan of meal kits. They're coming to my house all day long. Head to go.factor75.com slash OP120. Use the code OP120 to get $120 off. That's code OP120 at go.factor75.com slash OP120 for $120 off. Now, Factor makes it easy for me to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Yeah, this meal plan is a little different. The meals are all prepared for you and ready to go. Takes like... I don't know, a minute or two to heat it up and you're ready to eat. There's chef-crafted meals delivered right to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping, meal prep, not to mention cleanup, no dishes to wash here. And you don't have to wonder if you're eating right. They got dietitians and expert chefs, and they work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. Lots of options so you're never bored. They cover all the bases, depending on uh, how you like to eat. They got the vegan. They got the veggie meals, keto meals, low-calorie options, cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me fueled and focused all day long. Head to go.factor75.com slash OP120. 
Use the code OP120 to get $120 off and to check it out for yourself. That's code OP120 at go.factor75.com slash OP120 for $120 off. All that info, by the way, is in the description of this episode. That's so funny when you're in the public eye. People will just focus on something over and over again. But there was a time I had some bitch tits. Oh, my God. I I told the story. I was stress eating after the birth of my second kid, and I surprised myself. Um, Know who got me back in line was uh, Fat Bob Kelly. Saw a picture of him recently. He is fucking Marlon Brando huge. What happened to him? And I was in studio, he made some dumb joke, and then I kind of made fun of uh, him being a bit on the big side, and he basically said something like, who are you talking about? And basically said, you know, look in the mirror, you idiot. And that's when I realized, like, oh my God, you did gain a whole bunch of fucking weight. And I think that was the day that I literally started losing weight. I heard on an old ONA show that you used to work at a video store and you got fired because you were watching uh, blank because this I, you never know what they allow anymore. May I ask what kind it was? Was it hardcore? No, I didn't get fired for that. And that's the truth. Basically, I worked at a video store in Geneseo. The owner lived in Syracuse, New York. And um, because I, I, I worked in a video store way before... Everyone had a VCR. You had to rent VCRs. My fraternity took advantage of the fact that I uh, worked at a video store. So they would rent out the two VH, uh, VCR, excuse me, the two, two VCRs we had. And they never would return them. And they were taking them for free. And then they would come in and wipe out movies. And so my numbers were horrible. And that was the first sign to the owner in Syracuse, like, why are the numbers so bad? And then on top of that, I was bored and my fraternity brothers would come down. And it wasn't every day, but because uh, we didn't have access to porn like we have today, uh, when no one was in the store, which is key, I would I would put on a flick here and there. So uh, there you go. But I, I got fired because I was just a terrible employee. But I had no choice because you can't. When you when you uh, when you're a part of a fraternity, you can't you can't ask the guys, hey you, hey, you can't just take that VCR, you know. So instead of renting it to somebody that would have paid, the VCR would hang out at the Fig House for weeks on end, and then eventually I would like go, dude, you gotta return this thing, because the whole town of Geneseo, you know, there were like it was the only video store, so basically. We had literally the only two VCRs in the entire town. Can you imagine the 17 years therapy bill? Well, no, I, um, you know, I, I tap in and out. Uh, the latest run, I'm doing it every week. And then I'll, um, I'll go to like every other week. And then eventually, I, I've joked about it, but it's the truth. Anybody in therapy, you know, then one day you'll be talking to your therapist and, and you'll bring up something that doesn't even matter. But you've run out of things to talk about for now and for me it was something about a bike that wasn't bought for me or something and you know my my parents had seven kids I'm like oh my god if I'm talking about this bike that literally I I truly all these years later don't give an f about it's time to take a break and then I'll take a break for a little bit but this break was long it was over a year oh my god I couldn't believe it when she said that to me 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Industry Auto. Jim and Sam is one of the worst programs I've ever heard. Sam is terrible. Jim is over, sad, and lame. I said it recently. I, I did end up listening to them because SiriusXM threw uh, my radios back on. I couldn't believe how bad it was. They they both have uh, completely given up. I, I think Sam... When we uh, were friends and he was listening to me, I really believe he had a lot of potential. But then he took some stupid shortcut and uh, teamed up with Jim, who needs a lot of attention. And the whole show has to focus around him. So Sam is just a a shell of his uh, former self. I couldn't believe how bad it was, to be completely honest with you. I'm like, how bad can this really be? Oh, thank you, brother. You are an icon and there's no denying it. Well, look at that. I should end with that. Uh, Would your wife be down for a podcast? Call it My Wife Loves Me. (laughs) My wife is way, I I mean, this is not going to be a surprise to most. She's way more articulate than me. She doesn't waste words. She doesn't stammer. uh, And she's, uh, she's very, very smart. Very smart. And very funny, man. That's why these stupid comedians uh, latched onto her back in the day. When I was sitting in the big seat. And then, uh, you know, then when I couldn't do uh, much for these people anymore, one by one, they blew her off. And uh, the biggest one is Amy fucking Schumer. She's a fucking, she's just a, she's a pig. Amy Schumer's a pig. She actually was uh, friends with my wife. And then um, when she got famous, she blew off my wife so fast, it's not even funny. But she would be texting and calling my wife all the time. They would go here and there for lunches. And um, and soon as, like, I guess my... No, I, I can't say my fame went away. That's not fair. As soon as she didn't really need the Opie and Anthony show anymore and she was co- becoming really fucking famous, she dropped my wife so fast. And then she would continue coming into the studio. And it would drive me nuts because they actually definitely had something going on. And at the end of her appearance on the show, she would always go, hey, tell blank I said hi. I'm like, why don't you tell her yourself? And I would get more and more mad by that. She is such a phony. (laughs) No, they didn't scissor, you idiots. (laughs) It's funny. She's making mayonnaise and tampon commercials now. Yeah, now she'll be on the... I don't know. She's talking about taking down the boys club in comedy. Shut up. You told a story on our show where a taxi cab driver, you allowed him to diddle you. Shut up. Now you're high and mighty. If Anthony wasn't fired, how long uh, would ONA have lasted? I mean, we were we were on the other side of our uh, success. Um, my thought was that Somehow we keep the brand alive and both of us reinvent ourselves. You saw a taste of that when he was doing his show, I was doing my show, and we were doing phone calls together. I think something like that would have uh, kept the brand alive. But instead, uh, unfortunately, instead, you know, we've completely split the audience, which is which is bad for both of us. Yeah, I know the brand is alive in um, everyone's hearts, but how cool would it have been for real? Those phone calls were going well. Then Anthony decided he had to go back to hating me. He's never really explained that. Because we had, uh, you know, we never really liked each other. We took two years off. And then I'll be honest, those phone calls were kind of fun. And then um, I don't know where he decided he had to go back to hating me. And it's been like that ever since. And uh, I'm fine with that at this point, whatever. Um, 
But how cool would it have been if uh, I did my own thing, continued the show with Carl and Vic? Well, they were going to die either way. You can't look at shit like, oh, you know. This stupid universe had it in the cards that Vic Henley and Carl had to die. So I can't think about, you know, what if. Because the universe is pretty um, pretty final. Um, but whatever. I was doing a show. Anthony was doing his show. And then every once in a while we uh, jumped on each other's shows. I thought, I, I thought that would have been a, a pretty cool uh, life for everybody. But it wasn't to be. Uh, Dallas, uh, Howard Stern won't even acknowledge Artie Lang's existence anymore and removes him from all, uh, from old clips. It's very sad. Yeah, that's, that's pretty pathetic. Russia does that. Russia removes you from history. And I guess Howard Stern's going down that road. He's a weird dude, that Howard Stern. He has become a very strange dude. All right, guys, uh, the Opie Radio podcast. Subscribe, get it wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, merch, opiradio.com. But uh, the big thing I push is the private Facebook group. Um, less time on Twitter, more time with the uh, private Facebook group. That's, that's where I'm at these days. And I make silly videos on my Instagram uh, reels. It's Opie Radio on Instagram. All right? Keep killing it, Ope. There you go. I love the dishonesty of some of these people. This is ter- It's not terrible, dude. It's me with a microphone at the ocean without a staff and I would I would put this up against a bunch of Howard Stern shows I would absolutely put it up against any Jim and Sam show 100% so that guy is just uh, just being completely dishonest he's just trying to turn my light into darkness that SOB what the F is that all about F Putin talk soon good bye Boo 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 bo